Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Nigeria's new president, Bola Tanibu, finally sworn in. What promises is he making? Stephen, remember that uh, there were several heads of states who were there, including our president, Ramaphosa, uh, Paul Gagamin, and Akofu. Yesterday, he said that first thing, it will be the fuel subsidy that have to go. Uh, he will defend his country from terrorism and even criminality. He will create employment for the youth. But remember, these are the same words that is, uh, the former president said in 2015 uh, when he came into power. But uh, interestingly, yesterday, as you know, it was the inauguration of the president. The opposition members were not there. Actually, the two main opposition candidates uh, who is challenging the Dinibos election were not in part of the inauguration in Abuja. And also the ordinary people were on the Twitter streets uh, talking about this inauguration. But remember, Stephen, like I said yesterday, the outcome of the court challenge is due in about three weeks. So if this challenge will be, um, I mean, will be in the side of the o- opposition, they are saying that to be for the first time the presidential election will be nullified by the court in the history of Abuja. So we might be waiting, looking for next month, Stephen, but everything went well. And others are saying his first 100 days in office, there'll be a mountain of challenges that he has to face, poverty, electricity crisis, fiscal crisis. So those are the challenges that Bola Ahmed Dinubo, the Jagaban, will be facing. And then the Kenyan president, uh, William Arab Ruto, he had a surprise meeting with the Russian foreign minister yesterday. Stephen, that was a surprise meeting in the sense that no information was forthcoming from the Minister of International Relations or from the presidency in Nairobi. But yesterday, Lavarov uh, engaging with William Ruto on issues that are critical to both Kenya and Russia, trade, investment, economic spheres, humanitarian and cultural questions, education, and cooperation in the UN system. Remember, Stephen, also the Foreign Affairs Minister of Ukraine, Kuleba, was in at the African Union last week, Friday, I mean Wednesday, during the Africa Day celebration. So that shows both Russia and uh, Ukraine still uh, coming towards the African continent to garner their support uh, in many instances. But like I said to you, the meeting of yesterday also is a build-up. As you know, that there is a Russia-Africa summit coming in St. Petersburg between July 26 and 29. In Uganda, a lot of discussion around this. President Yoweri Museveni signs into law these, this anti-gay legislation. I mean, they have the death penalty. I mean, it's insane. Stephen, others are saying he has already, remember, he has returned the bill to the parliament for them to clarify some of the issues. But others are saying that this final version of the bill signed by him yesterday does not criminalize those who identify as LGBTQ. But what it has done, it has went on this issue of death penalty on aggravated homosexuality, which it is uh, uh, people having sexual relations with people infected with HIV as well as minors. But as you know, Stephen, there's already a, a national outcry in Uganda uh, from the LGBT community. You still have an international outcry from the U.S. Also in South Africa, I saw a media statement from the EFS also lamenting about this signing of the bill by President Museveni. So it's a long way to go see that issues of economic sanctions might face Kampala. And then in Zimbabwe, people looking ahead to the elections there. Uh, the voters' role, what problems do they have? Stephen, the voters role, one of the lawmakers and a member of the Citizens Coalition for Change, who was a former education minister, David Coltart, was saying that uh, the voters' role, it seems that it is riddled with errors, meaning some people don't find their names uh, in the voters' role. They find their names 
far from their places where they are staying. And as you know, Stephen, these elections will be tense uh, compared to the previous ones in 2018. And others are saying MSN might ex- might announce the date of the elections this week. So we'll be watching Harare on uh, the election date. And then you're taking us back to the 30th of May, 1964. Stephen, still on Africa Month, we say uh, 61 years ago, the, the leader of the Basotho National Party, Jose Ligua, Jonathan, uh, indicated that the Basotho were economically reliant on South Africa, so they won't impose any sanctions to apartheid South Africa. Remember, that came from the United Nations, calling all nations to isolate South Africa calling that the, M- the arms embargo also against the uh, apartheid South Africa should be imposed. So these are the important moments between where Lesotho uh, put their loyalty even during those years of apartheid in 1964. Asante Sanaiji, as we are the conversation at the station of the air. Russ Advocate Sipo Montula, thank you. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day.